For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill Apter, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Hello, everybody. How's it going? We're back. We are back. It's been a minute, but uh, we're back. It's the Briscoe and Big A show. And uh, what's going on, Wes? Man, nothing much. I mean, just kind of relaxing. Had 13 days in the Keys and then came back and then had a big show with Atomic and now getting ready to head to South Carolina. So a lot's been going on. Yeah, man. Uh, definitely a lot's been going on. Uh, let's get into that real quick. 13 days in the Key. Anybody who's following you on social media saw a lot of the cool photos and videos uh and food uh which is why i saw that and i'm like well i need to probably go on that trip next time just to eat the food at the end of the day because that shit looked amazing um but yeah dude what was uh, how was that man because you did i mean you were deep sea fishing you guys were getting lobsters you were getting crabs like you had like everything yeah it was it was pretty fun you know we did a full-on fishing trip where we did spear fishing then we did trolling for big tuna and mahi, and then, of course, spearfishing like grouper, hogfish, red snapper. Um, almost shot a mahi. Ooh. It was crazy. I like we. The pup. Hold on, the pup. Cafecito, go lay down. Cafecito. Yeah, he's getting big. No, he's just laying down. He's like, all right. But uh, sorry, back to the story. So me and Danny were in like 600 feet of water, and we see the school of Mahi, and it's my only chance to shoot one. And I didn't bring my big gun for some reason because we didn't think we were going to go offshore, so I only had my small spare gun. So I jump in the water, and I'm swimming. I do a little dive where I go about 20 feet and come back up, and this is about 600, and se- 600 to 700 feet of water. Pretty deep. Water's crystal blue. You can't see to the bottom. Mm. It's pretty sketchy. But uh, it's down. just like a black hole, right? You're just out in the middle of the ocean, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's just I don't get the chance to swim all the way down That's going out. Can you hear me? Yeah, you froze for a moment. Yeah, I wonder if that's my internet. I don't know. It could be. But yeah, so it's completely like it's crystal blue water to like 100 feet, but what past 100 feet, the light doesn't shine. So it gets mm-hmm. dark. But, you know, so it's pretty dark down there. I don't go that, down there that deep. But uh, as I'm swimming up, that school of mahi comes, and it's actually a school of 40 mahi. And I'm so, like, mesmerized, and they swim right in front of my face that I don't even take the shot (laughs) because they're so beautiful, and I had the gun, and I'm just looking at them, and I'm just like, this is the coolest thing in the world. I just froze, and I've never done that. Cabecito, no. Did you have any photo or video with you with that? No, because that day, earlier that day, I lost my GoPro. That's right. I forgot you lost your GoPro on that trip. Yeah. Bomber. So I'll have like two or three vlogs. I'll have one of the vlogs up tomorrow 
nice. doing the fishing, but it's just bits and pieces because, you know, it's a little bit of Danny's footage and some other people's footage, but I don't, I lost all my footage. So I, I still have a little bit, but I lost pretty much the majority of it. And then I didn't have a GoPro the rest of the trip. So yeah, that's, that sucks, dude. That sucks, man. That shit looked amazing though, for real. Like, I've always wanted to go deep sea fishing. Obviously, I live in Minnesota, so that's really not, not going to happen unless I'm like on vacation and really like splurge. Uh, but someday, man, someday I want to do that. It looks yeah, but see, like the hard thing about going deep sea fishing when people don't realize that the weather has to add up. Yeah, it's not like something you can just be like, "Oh, we're going deep sea fishing today." Like, no, it doesn't really work out that way because if it's rough out there and there's swell or wind, like it's just it's not going to be a good time and it'll be miserable. Like we took, we were in Puerto Rico and we took Steph out, uh, big deep sea fishing. And all of a sudden we hit a crazy storm and the waves start getting crazy. And like, it was bad. So it's like, you really got to pay attention to the weather because if you don't, you can really like wind up in some trouble. So, especially cause I mean, you got to think you're, you're, 14, 20, 30 miles offshore. Like mm-hmm. you don't see no land. There is no landmarks there. You're, you don't, hopefully you don't get turned around. You know what I mean? Like right. you're in the middle of nowhere. So it's kind of sketchy and you better hope, you know, if you have two engines, both of them work. If you have one, you better hope that one works. Right. Cause you oh. don't want to get stuck out there. Oh, it's sketchy. Like I just raised my anxiety now. Oh yeah, I mean it's you got everything has to line up. It's not something right. that you take for granted. You gotta like it takes literally a half a day to prep to go offshore. Right. Like I'm talking about setting up all the fishing lines, setting up everything. Like it's it's not something you just go do. It's something that's pretty like hard and get to everything to like line up perfectly and set up but we we had some good days so that that's all that matters caught some fish caught some lobster i shot a bunch of fish shot my first nice. fish so it was a good trip nice yeah because i think i talked to you the first day or two you were down there and i was like how's the fishing and you're like oh we haven't even gone out yet we're just getting everything ready just getting yeah, the boats ready yeah it took it took a full day when we got there to get everything prepped, to get all the fishing poles all set up. I mean, we're running four big poles, like four like heavy-duty fishing poles. Then we're running four medium poles, and then we have three light gear poles. And then we have two spare guns each. We have live bait. We have to, of course, fill all the coolers, gas the boat, put water in the boat, just set everything up ice it all down have a cooler just for ice for the fish i mean it's a full just i mean packing all your food because you're gone the whole day so you pack everything you need in case something happens you got to prepare for that so you you overpack and make sure you have just everything together and then you shoot it offshore that's insane yeah we got some beautiful days where it was literally flat as a lake and we could go about 60 miles an hour on the big boat and it was good it was really good so what you're saying is if i wanted to do this i'd have to come and like spend like an entire week down there to hopefully get like one good day depending on the weather it could it could be magical and the whole week be good yeah that's you can't tell with mother nature yeah and i've never this time of year we got hurricanes coming in left and right oh yeah yeah, and I've never been to the Keys. That's always a place. I, that's like a bucket list place. I want to go check it out. Yeah, the Keys, I definitely recommend. It's it's super fun. Dude, that's awesome. So that was a great time. I don't think I did anything exciting during that whole time. So you definitely probably had a way better trip uh, than I did. Yeah, I honestly can't think. I don't think I've done. I've been golfing a lot. That's about it, man. Been golfing a lot. So that's been fun. Um reconnecting with an old friend from like high school too uh because in the last like three weeks he became obsessed with golf out of nowhere uh and then we took him out for the first time on the actual course because he's only done the driving range so we took him on the course last weekend for his first and like just hooked like all like hitting me up every morning now like i'm on the driving range you want to play again this weekend like to the point that i think his wife eventually is going to be like i hate golf 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Because like now he just wants to go do it. Um, yeah. But it's cool, man. It's good to have hobbies. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, yeah that, like that's my DC deep sea fishing right now. <laughs> you know, uh, if I get a good shot, that's me spearing a fish in the ocean like you, like fucking Aquaman over there. <laughs> oh man! And how? So like, how many pounds would you estimate of seafood did you guys catch and eat that week? Um. Not that much because I mean, it was only a few of us, and so we like we don't really like kill fish to like like we'll catch like two tunas, and the max is like six or seven, but we'll only we'll only take two. Like, right? And we're not gonna kill stuff just to let let it waste. So mm-hmm. it's like, and for me, it's like fish doesn't really taste good if you freeze it. It's one yeah, of those yeah, things yeah. you gotta eat. So I bring some home, but like we really you eat it right away too. When you brought it home, I seen like oh yeah, we made... just ate that shit right away. Oh, I I I ate it as soon as I was cutting the fish. I had a piece because tuna you can eat completely raw. Yeah. So when I had I had like I found one of the best slices and sliced it nice and thin, ate a nice little piece of tuna right off the fish. That was excellent. Nice. And we of course made our own uh, poke bowls, sushi, did all kinds of stuff. That's awesome. That's yeah. It looked pretty amazing. So if you haven't seen any of this, uh, what is it? Uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and then also, yeah. Uh, YouTube. I'm mainly YouTube. on Instagram, but, uh, and it's at West Briscoe 19. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking right. I got it. What at West Briscoe 19. Yeah. So guys follow me. You will see what we're talking about. It looked magical. It looked like a great time. And, as someone who loves seafood, I very much wanted to eat all of that that food. Uh, but yeah, so that was cool. And then you came back and uh, you said Atomic Wrestling. Well, after we came back from that, me and Red did Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, okay, well, Halloween Horror Nights happened before that. So yeah, let's get into that, man. I am... Uh, it's weird. I So I live in Minnesota. You know this, right, bud? Like, we don't have those kind of theme parks around here. You know, we got like this, this amusement park North of, of here by the twin cities area. That's a Valley fair. It's just your regular, like six flags type deal, but on a smaller scale, but that's like our big theme park. You got the mall of America. It's got uh Nickelodeon universe or whatever, which is like the theme park indoor theme park. But like, we don't have like large scale shit. Like you guys obviously have the big two at Disney and universal. And then you have like what six flags and sea world and, and all that shit too. So, like I for some reason am fascinated with how uh theme parks work. And I think part of it is because I've just been involved in live events for so many years now that like I'm fascinated on hearing like how these parks operate and seeing people do vlogs at them where they go over the things you see in these parks and stuff. I'm a nerd. I go down these stupid YouTube rabbit holes, man. I hate it. Uh and you, as someone who lives in the area and doesn't really go to these places. You will go to Halloween Horror Nights, which is something that I've always heard about, seen countless videos of. Uh, and they didn't do it last year with the pandemic. They did like a light version, I thought I, I heard someone say, but like they didn't really do the full on event. And, yeah, I don't think so, they did, to be honest with you. So it's back this year. You went to it like the first week. Me and Red, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe first or second week. I don't know. And uh, so, first of all, this is like a really big thing. Like again, anybody who's in the nerdy culture, you hear about Halloween Horror Nights because it's if you want to go to like a spooky, scary theater, that's the realest, most extreme, like yeah. top-notch visual effects and makeup that you're gonna get. Oh, I mean, top-notch too. Like the teeth. I mean, it's insane the amount of detail that they put into. Like, I got caught up just like. Red would pull me along because I'd be like staring through those and like looking at everything in the haunted house because there's so many cool props and designs and just like cool things to look at. Like, like, wow, look at that. Like all the details that they put into every single like haunted house is insane. Even just the details of just walking around, the light show, the gymnastics show that they do. I mean, it's full on amazing. People running around with chainsaws. I mean, it's insane the stuff that goes on. And two, you get to like go through Harry Potter world. I mean, it's just awesome. So now, okay, when you go through the Harry Potter world, 
is that part of this? Is that all like got all the the scary part parts where everybody's jumping out in the end and the actual houses, or is that like stages Harry Potter? Well, Harry Potter is different because it's like hard to get to. It's like in these secret doors you have to open up. So once you open up these doors and go into Harry Potter world, it's like it's it's different. That's I don't know. It's crazy. It's like a whole other part of the part. I didn't know about it until me and Stephanie found it. We're like, whoa. Oh, so have you not been in that, that Harry Potter world yet then? No, and I've been in Universal like three times. Oh, that's insane. Yeah, I never found it. That's hilarious. That's awesome. That that It's cool because that's the kind of shit you want to hear about at these things where it's like, hey, man, this theme park's so cool. I've been there three times and didn't even realize there's a little entrance to a Harry Potter world. Well, I mean, you got to think this theme park is massive. I mean, it oh, is yeah. huge. I mean, you're talking about a big, big theme park. So yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, so like I said, I I, I go down these rabbit holes of videos of at theme parks because I have nothing better to do with my time because I'm a grown man. Uh, anyways, uh, and like I said, I've watched some. You told me you were going, and then I'd seen some on YouTube pop up, so I was like, I'm gonna watch these because I wanted to see what it was all about. Because I've seen pictures, but like, I wanted to see it. So uh, I downloaded some pictures. I'll, I'll bring them up so we can show people what we're talking about man um and yeah dude that thing looks it looked legit like legit dude uh and again i'm not someone who typically is like i want to go to these things where people are purposely trying to scare the crap out of me that's uh never been my deal and i i, I guess i've never done it either so that's why i'm also like i don't know i've never done it so I'm fascinated with this Halloween Horror Nights, though. So, this how many how how many houses like scary houses did they have? I believe ten. So they have ten houses. So this is like is this like the entrance here? Do you remember? Um, yeah, kind of. Like. That's legit, dude. That's movie quality. Like, look at this guy. There's better people than that. That's not even good. There's way better stuff than that. That's insane. I don't know if I have any flash on my phone. But I'm talking about, like, see if I have anything left. Sometimes it does go in the. Oh, I do. How about this guy? Yeah, that's pretty legit. See that guy out there? Yeah. Creepy little kid right there, or skeleton. That's just like the entrance. It's funny seeing these minion things. Oh, you're sending me stuff. All right, let me. So, how long are these? Like, how long does it take? Like, is it like a five minute walk through, ten minute, twenty minute? How long does it take to get from beginning to end of one of these houses? Um. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I just sent you a bunch. Yeah, I just see. I, I saw the first one. It's hilarious. You can share all those with the public. Uh, how do I do this? How do I do this? Open it. Try that. Never done this on the phone. There we go. Um, what was your favorite thing you saw down there? Then, like your favorite house you went through? Man, they were all good. Probably the pumpkin and Beetlejuice, of course, were the best. Nice. Um, there were so many good stuff. Me and Red saw so many good things. It was amazing. It was probably one of the best times ever. I mean, just overall, the food, the people, everyone is super chill. It's laid back. It's good. It's really fun. And you were telling me you guys did like a fast pass. Yes, the fast pass is the way to go. So if you don't have a fast pass, how long would it take to get in one of these things? Like how long are you in line? An hour. Oh. Oh. And, and and how long? I mean, does this thing run for like five hours? Like it's from if you're... seven to one in the morning, I believe. Oh well that's okay. And we, we got and stayed probably about one. So it was it was a long time. Oh, and you sent me a video. Okay, those are just getting to me. That's cool, man. That's uh, like I said. That's a uh, that that's something I'm very interested in. That I think I would like to go to. 
even it's though definitely, it's definitely worth it. I mean, especially because you could come down here, hang out with me, stay, and then of course we could go out there. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. Like that's what I want to do, uh, just because. Uh, again, yeah, I'm very, very fascinated with it. When I see, oh, like this video that you sent is is amazing. Uh, how do I get that on on here? I'm gonna get this video on here. You just wait. But yeah, man, I mean, I I would love to do that. I want to come down there and. Uh... Yeah, it's amazing. Like just the, I can't believe the people in these costumes for so long in this heat. Yeah, you got to think like they probably went through like what hour of makeup for some of them. More and more. I mean, some of the detail for the makeup. I mean, it was insane. I mean, I only got scared one time. I mean, Stat Red was scared a bunch, but like, I'm kind of not really a person that gets scared that often. So it's like, eh. you know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of like, I don't know. I guess I'm so like been in the TV world and all that so long that I know it's so fake that it's just like, it just doesn't. I don't know. Like, I'm just more intrigued of like, like, well, you look really cool. Like, this is awesome. And then of course, like, and I can like somehow, like, I know where, like, I'm very good at like scanning my location and seeing where I am and seeing stuff. Right. Yeah. Like this stuff is just crazy. <laughs> yeah. Full makeup. Like that dude was seven foot tall. Not that guy, but the other guy. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, he was seven foot tall. I mean, it's just insane. Oh, that's crazy, man. And, and they just run around that's and scare you. Guy with a, that was Jason with a machete. That's insane. And, and like, they're whole, these guys just get paid to run around and, and scare you. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. All right, let's uh, see what this one is. This is not the most compelling, by the way, guys, uh, podcast for anyone who's listening to the audio version today. Sorry. Uh, and you know what? Just because of that, I'll, we'll, I'll, I'll walk you through the next video when I pull this one up because it's not fair that you can't actually uh, see it. So, okay. It's a really spooky looking forest and a yeah, really forest. And this is this crazy like alien guy. And he was like eight feet tall or maybe taller than that. He was huge. He was just like running around and trying to like scare people. It was crazy. Those stilts are insane, man. I couldn't. Uh, how do you walk on those things? You know what I mean? I have no idea. And he walked so good, too. He walked perfect. Like, no hitches. Like, all these people were perfectly. Like, it was really, really good. Yeah, you got to think that there's there's practice time for them with these things. You know they what I mean? To, they have to. There's no way that they could not be. You're just not coming into this cold. You're not just like, "Hi, right, what's up, guy? You want me to do those? Yeah, yeah strap them to my feet." Too off that that good, but there was like they put a ghost in the middle. Somehow made it like hologram come out in the water. Really? Yeah, crazy. Really? Stuff. Yeah, Dude, I don't know how they did that, but that was te insane. technology today is insane. Yeah, and I was in the middle of the lake with all these water spouts going everywhere. They put a ghost in the middle of these water spouts, and I don't know how they did it. And you could see the ghost from, like, it was huge. It was insane. And the water was changing colors all to the music. And it was pretty, really, really cool. Wow, man. Those, and because I've seen some of that at Disney, too, those, uh, what they do, the lights and then the projection, that the mapping they call projection mapping. Where like at Disney they do it on the castle, so the castle has like a whole show going on the castle. Yeah. Like, dude, that technology is so crazy. Is that someone in makeup behind you? Yep. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. That is insane. Oh man, that looked like uh, yeah. So I might have to uh, make the trip down um, next year. You guys, let me know when you're going to get your tickets. I'll get one. I'll come down for the weekend. Uh, I believe yeah. I buy it for, for you because it's cheaper if we buy it than if you do. Yeah, we're yeah for sure. Oh, for sure. Get that local rate. Yeah, get that local discount, boy. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm down for that. I just All I ask is that you don't judge me too harshly when I scream like a girl through these houses. Like every I don't know. We'll be vlogging it, so the people will have to judge that. Uh, I mean, that's fine. I don't mind it. It's, uh, it is what it is. 
You know what I mean? I'm not going to act like I can't do that. I, I'll, I'll look worse if I try to be like, I'm scared. Fred literally almost jumped over me. Really? This so bad. Yeah. And she kept changing. She was like, I'm going to walk in front of you. And she's like, no, I'm going to walk behind you. And then she just walked behind me and someone ran up and like scared her. And she they get you everywhere. Yeah. You, there's nowhere safe. Oh, they, that's... they come from the ceilings. They come from the floor. They blow smoke at you to distract you one way. And you look at the smoke one way and the steam. And the next thing you turn around, there's someone in this crazy face paint with his eyes hanging out. Like, ah. And they don't touch you or anything, though, right? No. Uh-uh. Do they have a no? Because I, COVID wise, I think I heard that they've done this in some places. Did they have like plexiglass up so you weren't they couldn't get close to you, or is that gone now? Some places had it, some places didn't. Okay, it all depends, dude. Yeah, all right, I'm game. I'll come down, I'll come down, and we can definitely vlog that. And you can make me look like the freaking scaredy cat I am. And I will, I'll love every minute. Maybe the year that I get scared. Yeah, I'm I'm down. I'm down. My friend, they they have one here, and it's like super not to that level, but it's like fright at a farm. It's at a farm, and you go through it, and they want to do that, and I was like, eh, maybe. You might as well. <laughs> I, I you know I will like the thing the the fascination with what you went to down there is again the the uh, the level of how just good it is. Yeah, you know what I mean. You don't understand. Um, that's because it's done by Universal Studios. Right, right. It's a, it's a whole like I'm blessed to live in Florida where we are a tourist state. So that's the reason why we have all these massive theme parks all throughout the state of Florida is because we thrive off of tourism. That's what really makes our economy work is tourism. It's people coming out and visiting and going to the theme parks and going to our beaches and lakes and Join our oceans and just join our natural forest or state parks. You know, Florida has so much to offer that you know a lot of people visit here. So we have so many attractions everywhere, and everything's done to the T because we have so many you know people traveling to Florida that they make sure that everything park is top notch and everything is you know high standards. Yeah, and then Disney alone is just a company that holds themselves to the highest standards too. Well, so you got Disney, you got Bush Gardens, no, I mean, no. you got Islands of Adventure, you got um, City Walk, you got I mean there's Legoland, uh Jurassic Land. I mean there's I mean alligator I mean there's so many different theme parks. I mean you got also the Ripley's believe it or not, which I'm actually Yeah. Part of options there so that's pretty cool dude uh, i forgot you are in those i should have stopped at the one in wisconsin dells on our way home from all out and we should have went to it to see you shit i forgot you were in that yeah it's pretty crazy to know that i'm uh, in that that's pretty it, wild that have been a two-hour just detour on our ride home we i should have done that i totally forgot and i didn't even think that we were driving through the only town well, near hopefully, me that hopefully had. No one has it you never know some of them do some of them yeah, dude, that would have been worth going to see though, if yeah. you were to see if you were in it, because that would have been cool, man. Be like, look, dude, you're in the one in Wisconsin. I, I've had a couple of friends like take pictures with it and stuff, so it's pretty funny. And it, when you actually, I have the video posted on my Instagram, mm-hmm. but when you actually go, it's actually a three D show. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's like the the axes and the stuff that I'm using actually come out the screen, and like it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Too bad they didn't let you keep that uh, outfit. You could have wore that to Halloween Horror Nights, put some paint on your face. You could have blended right in. I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I could find it probably at any uh, local uh, uh, costume place. Right? Oh, that's crazy, man. Yeah, that's that's cool, man. Yeah. I'm going to come down for that next year. I'm gonna, I made that decision now. That's going to happen. But So then after Halloween Horror Nights, as we catch up on the, the life of West Briscoe today, uh, mm-hmm. Atomic Wrestling show? One or two shows since? One show. Okay, so one show with Atomic. Uh, so, came making your return, making your grand return to Atomic after uh, going... So I guess it would be that second one. Yeah, so uh, good to see you back over there. Atomic, another company that seems to be firing pretty well, doing good shows, bringing good names to the shows. Uh, we're, uh, we're also on uh, Fight TV, so that's yeah. good. 
Yeah, dude. So what was uh what was what were you getting into that night? What, what, what your title match? I had a title match with Mustafa and uh it was a really hard match, but it was really good and your boy ended up winning the title that night. And Hell yeah. it was really cool because I had Red there, I had her sister there, I had our niece there, little Aubrey, I had her mom there. So it was a really sweet moment just to be able to share that with the family. Yeah, I seen you brought. Uh, I seen you brought her in the ring. Yeah, I brought her into the ring. So that's awesome. It was really cool, man. I was I was really blessed to be able to do that. And it was really. Fun. Was that was that in Orlando or was that in Miami? That was in Coco. Oh, okay. But we had the family up just visiting for the weekend, so cool. It just turned out I had a show that that night, so oh, and they ended up coming, so that was good. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, that looked awesome. Uh, so now you have a title. You obviously means you're going to be back at Atomic. Do we know? Have you had anybody coming at you for this title yet? Man, there's a couple people that are coming after me. I don't, I don't really know who's going to be the first challenge. Uh, we're going to have to see. I think, uh, you know, we got Larry Fisco's kid there now, so he's he's definitely one to look out for. Um, there's 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 some there's some people to look out for. So yeah, Larry Land, love it, uh, dude. Zabisco is like one of my all time faves, man. Like he was because uh, I'm in Minnesota, AWA, obviously, and he was a big AWA guy. Uh, so I think it was late '80s, right, '88, '89. Uh, my sister took me to an AWA match. It was the first time I ever saw wrestling live. I was probably like seven, eight. And uh, all I remember is Larry Zabisco and Sergeant Slaughter. Uh, And believe it or not, I, as a kid, was like, I like the guy who's like going like, I'm going to bring you to Larry land. Uh, And ever since then, I was always just a a Zabisco mark, man. Uh, And to this day. I would have been rooting for uh, old Sarge. I love Sarge too, man, and and because of you and and Papa Briscoe, I've gotten to know Sarge. He's a great guy. I uh, love that dude. But man, I was just so so. Probably one of the best moments I've ever had as a wrestling fan in my entire life. Uh, a becoming friends with you and then doing the show. But uh, one of the other ones that just will always mean something to me is. <laughs> uh, in my hometown, I got to watch a promoter basically tell hockey talk man to F off and that he wasn't getting paid because he did some stuff to me and some other people at that show. And we all complained, uh, cause he was just being a real dick that day to everybody. And I got to watch it while having that smoke with Larry Zabisco and Nick Bawinkle, who being a Minnesota kid growing up and, and seeing AWA and he even just went outside smoking a cigarette and, just because it was at the fairgrounds and I was friends with the promoter and I was there with the radio station. So we were just back in the back tent. Uh, and I'm literally talking to Larry Zabisco and Nick Bowinkle, watching him and, and hockey talk got all pissed, slammed his shit in the car, gets in the car and just speeds out of the fairgrounds that we were at. Uh, and like Larry and Nick are just laughing and I'm just sitting here like, these are like my, these, especially Nick Bowinkle, man, being Minnesota, that's a special name to us up here in the wrestling world. Uh, a guy that never, you never saw him on WWFE that time. He never left. He was a, he was a loyal guy that up here, but man, he was a guy that could have been just as big as flair and all those guys. If he would have like really left for the big time when the territories ended, he didn't, but uh, well, he was kind of probably done at that point too, at his age, but one of the best ever Nick Bowinkle. And that was just, I'll never forget that man. Never forget that moment. It was just awesome. And Larry's like, you should read my book. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll read your book. Still haven't read it, but I, I will. <laughs> those are the guys, man. You, those guys, your dad, your uncle, Sarge. That's when it was like wrestling. You know what I mean? That's when it was good, dude. wrestling when I get in the ring. Dude, and that's because you're, you, you're old school, bro. You kill it in there, man. It's the art of storytelling being gone from it nowadays is such a bummer uh to me man it really is but uh so yeah man I, I dude i i need to come down and see you at one of these atomic shows because i've been there once and it was such a good time the show was great your match was great uh seeing you get uh pumped up by uh road warrior animal before the match like that was that's awesome you know what i mean yeah like 
Atomic does really well of bringing old school and new school together. Yeah. They do a really good job of doing that. So, you know, I'm proud to be there. It's fun. It's really cool because the, the talent that we get in and out of there is amazing. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, it's a good time for these independent promotions right now, too. We got like two or three up in Minnesota just firing to this this summer, just popping off good shows, and it's been really cool to see. And, of course, in Iowa, too, been down there a lot this summer uh, with IPW, and uh, I don't even remember. They just ran a big show, Bridge City Slam. I can't remember the promotion's name, but also another big show. And and the Sammy Callahan's got his uh, wrestling revolver doing a big show in October down in Iowa. Dude, just these indie promotions killing it. GCW, oh, good stuff, man. It's a cool time to watch these indie local shows, man. I told you, I went to one this last weekend that was literally in this tiny little town. And it was just in front of their VFW, and they just blocked the street off. It's just people you wouldn't know, man, unless you go to these little shows, which I do because I'm a nerd, so I knew a couple of these guys were – the other locals didn't know, and you see those guys who never see this stuff. They don't really watch it, but they did when they were younger, and now they're grown adults, and they're just enjoying their night, having beer, being with their buddies that they live on the damn block, probably. And they're just watching the show and just doing the typical feeding into the heels, always jaw jacking them, which then the heels that night are coming out. And it was just one of those things where it's like, I miss this. This is what makes this fun. Yeah. This is what, like, these guys are having a blast connecting with these guys and these, you know, the guys who are, who are going heel in the ring are like loving it. Cause they know they're going to just be able to go back and forth. And then the baby faces obviously are getting all the pot and it's just like, man, and the kids watching the kids, like that's something you're really good about, man. You get the whole crowd, like young and old are on team West Briscoe. And I saw that this weekend again, watching these like five kids who had to have been seven or eight and like, the look of worry when the good guy was not in the winning position and just <gasps> like stretch, like these kids were running laps around the wing ring because they were just getting so worked up because oh my god he's losing. Oh, um, it's what's missing in professional wrestling these days is the art of selling, the art of telling mm-hmm. a story. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good, man. There's people who do it now, but man. When it's firing on all cylinders, oh, it's fun, and and you're 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 a, a true uh, testament to that. And uh, you're going to South Carolina this weekend with Papa Briscoe. Now before we get into that, why don't we talk about since we're talking about that that shooting type of wrestling? What happened with Charlotte Flair and Nia Jax? Dude, did you see the video of it? Yes, I did. Like. I saw, I saw I, Nia Jax beatboxing on Charlotte's head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. So, like, it's pretty well known that Nyla's very known for going a little rough or not, you know, fully protecting and injuring a lot of people legitimately. Uh, obviously, we everybody remembers the Becky Lynch incident. Like, she legit broke her nose on TV, which is why the iconic picture of Becky with a bloody face became a big deal during that run uh so i don't i don't know like if she has you know maybe she has some heat backstage with a lot of these other girls i don't know though she seems to be well liked she's tied to the rock that's always good but i mean it was weird dude it was weird just all of a sudden it's like all right all right wait wait a minute that the hey i think they're really swinging on each other and then like almost dropped her on her head yeah when she did that that's where it was like and so obviously that can't be good for Nyla because Charlotte's Charlotte's number one over there. Like let's, she's top of the chain in the women's division. So like, I don't know. Maybe it's a little odd that Nyla this week just got rode off TV. Wasn't she on the winning streak? Well, yeah, her and Shayna were tag champs for a good while. They just lost them not a couple months ago. She beat Charlotte. Uh huh. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, I don't know, man. It was pretty interesting, but dude, that was that was weird, man. When that when that shit, because you don't see that happen a lot on TV. Mm-hmm. But like, that was especially in WWE, you know, like kind of rare to see that happen. And, and and being that it's Charlotte, like that's what was crazy. It was it was kind of good to see though. It is. It is. Yeah, it's good to see. But like, you also got to wonder, like. She's trying to take like liberties with Charlotte because like, you just can't do that when you're with the top of the chain in the ring. Like, 
just can't like could you imagine if like <laughs> like when you were like fcw and seen it like for some reason comes down and doesn't match with you and you just started going off on him like could you imagine how well that would have gone over it wouldn't have like that you can't do that when it's top of the chain coming down and, and being in the ring with you you gotta you're following their lead you do whatever they say it ain't nothing going down they don't know about yeah so i kind of wonder because charlotte looked pretty pissed too like yeah she did. like she cocked back for a moment there was that second where she was just and it was like if she would have thrown that punch could you imagine if that turned into just a legit brawl on TV? I mean, I, I think Nia would take it. I, I mean, I think so too. But she, like, we pulled. She grabbed her hair and she was like, "Oh, matter it." I was like, "Dude, Nia one two, she would just smash her face right in." Dude, that's insane, man. There's a lot of stuff like that going on though, because uh, Riddle uh did like an interview and legit was like shooting on reins and now he's like not not well liked i guess backstage uh because he riddles always had he and then he doubled down on it and said he goes he goes i'm sorry but not sorry because it's true yeah yeah that's just it yeah i mean it is true like he is a badass ufc fighter yeah and he would whoop Roman Reigns' ass. Like, there is no question about it. You, you can't, he trains every single day. He has his own uh, jujitsu studio here. Like, he does it every single day. He coaches every single day. So, you're not going to beat someone that trains and coaches every single day in a sport that Roman has no clue about. Right. I mean, he came right. from the but right. I mean, like, let's be honest. I mean, I'm sure he's had some street fights or whatever, but he's never fought in that cage. Riddle's fought in that cage. Riddle's also has one of the fastest knockouts in in the uh what was that show called? Uh The Ultimate Fighter. The Ultimate Fighter. He has one of the fastest knockouts in the Ultimate Fighter. Like he's a legit badass. He's won all of his fights. Like he he's a bad dude. Yeah, he most definitely is, uh, which is why I thought it was funny when Goldberg was like the one chirping back, like, oh, you want to go? And it's like, yeah, please let this happen, because I will laugh when old man Goldberg gets knocked out or choked yeah, out. That, that, that won't happen. The only person that, that would would be either Brock or Bob, uh, Bobby Lashley. Or Jericho. Didn't Jericho knock him out? Eh, I don't think Jericho would fight. Riddle. They did, though. They did. There is a story. Oh, Oh no 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 no! Jericho and Goldberg. No, I'm talking. I'm talking about not Goldberg. Goldberg don't stand to you. I'm talking. Oh yeah, about no, no, yeah, you're, Goldberg, yeah, but, mm-hmm. yeah, most Bobby definitely. Brock or Bobby Lashley. I think you'd take Lashley pretty quick, though. Lashley wasn't. Dude, Lashley's won some MMA fights. I don't think you realize. What yeah, he, what he, he did? He did Bellator, didn't he? He did Bellator. He did Strike. He did Pride. He did a bunch. He was yeah. he a lot of fights, and he was a national champion amateur wrestler. He was a uh, he runs a amateur wrestling youth club out of Colorado, which he coaches at. Yeah, they and well, and they also just signed WWE. Just signed those two, uh, uh, the dude that looks just like Brock Lesnar, and then the gold uh, Olympic winner uh, Gable. They just signed yeah. both those guys. So I mean, they're locking in some like guys who can legit shoot. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, which you love to see. You love to see well, that. Uh, Brock Lesnar came from football. No, Lesnar. No, the guy. Yeah, the guy that uh, my dad's the one. Uh, oh, he, he played for uh, the college here at uh, at Orlando. Oh, okay. Yeah, he did, has no fighting or amateur wrestling background. Oh, for some reason he, I thought he wrestled. Okay. No, negative. Uh, he uh, played football for uh, UCF. Oh, okay. And, uh, it was his last year, and he was going to come sooner, but he had a bunch of concussions, and he finally was able to pass the concussion test, and then they signed him. So now he's there. Okay, yeah, because I just seen they changed his name or something. But yeah, those are—I mean, those are big boys. Rollins, Patrick. Okay, yeah, and then uh, and then Gable—that's a huge sign too. I mean, that's uh, now your second gold-winning Olympic Olympic wrestler you guys just signed, yeah. uh, and he's a big dude. So that'll be cool to see, man. It'll be a, yeah, uh, there's a bunch of big dudes that are about to come in, like I said. So that's awesome, man. Your dad has always had quite the eye for talent. 
That is uh, for sure. So, and, and uh, your old man just had a birthday too. So that was cool. I wished him a happy birthday. Uh, and the, uh, some of the latest episodes, him and uh, JBL have been pumping out on that YouTube show have been really freaking entertaining. Yeah, they've been getting a lot of views too. Yeah, dude. They've had some really good stories. That Hornswoggle was hilarious. Uh, it was some good stuff, man. But yeah, man. And then uh, do you want to get. Hornswoggle hated JBL. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh man, I I've heard some of those stories, and it's like I could see it. I could that poor guy, man. They put they did a lot of shit. To, <laughs> was it was it your dad that tried to sell him? No, or was that JBL? Someone's tried to like sell him in another country. They were saying, and then uh, something about sinking a dot or who. Was it JBL who put the dog under the ring because he's afraid of dogs, and they put a dog under the ring when he oh, was under there? JBL would do anything. <laughs> That's insane, dude. But yeah, man. So you guys are going to South Carolina together. Have you actually? I know at NXT or FCW, you and Xavier Woods became tag team champions. I know. I know Papa Briscoe came to the ring that night. But have you actually had a match where your dad's in the corner in your actual corner? For the match, so this will be the first. Mm-hmm. So, uh, are you like pretty pumped for it? Like, is that kind of a cool moment? Yeah, it's gonna be really cool. I mean, he's just there for moral support. I mean, well, yeah, but it's just—he's uh, not there to interact or get involved. Right? Oh, he's not gonna be like at ringside with you. He'll probably be at ringside, but he's not gonna. No yeah. Time. But that's cool that he'll be there. If, they, if someone touches my dad, turn, this is my dad. So <laughs> I'm not going to turn into a professional wrestling match. I'm going to get out of the ring. I'm going to beat whoever's ass touch my dad. I ain't fucking playing. Like, serious. Like, this ain't no joke. You touch my dad, oh, yeah. I might not say, I will beat your ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you don't do that. Uh, so that'll be cool. You Now, the guy you're wrestling has a dude in his corner, and this is... We could talk about this, right? This is the dude yeah, who, because I didn't know until we got before we did the show here today, and you were telling me this. It's the dude. I I should have looked his name up, but I didn't. Uh, famous clip was on Tosh, just blew up on on the internet. Uh, the uh, I still real to me, damn it. Uh, and I believe he was talking to like Jim Cornette and a couple other guys at like some gymnasium at some like mm-hmm. legends show. Uh viral probably like millions and millions of views on this video this guy crying about it's still really damn it this is the guy who's going to be in the corner of your opponent this weekend in south carolina and you said he's been cutting promos on you yeah dude this dude thinks he's thinks he's back at he's actually wrestling or some stuff i don't know like it's kind of funny (laughs) <laughs> uh, please at the end of your guys' match somehow make him be crying and say it's still real to me, damn it. Oh, he's going to be crying as soon as I pin his boy <laughs> one, two, three, and I hand uh-huh. his ways. Wes Briscoe comes in victory again. My little crybaby Dave is sitting in the back going wham, 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 wham. Oh, his name's Dave, dude? I don't know. I just... <laughs> I was going to say, dang it. It might be, actually. That's my legal name. No. <laughs> Which, by the way, him on Tosh, that was a hilarious episode. John. Oh, John. All right. Well, screw off, John. Your boy's going to lose. He's going to lose horribly. Nope. Dude, that's uh, so you've definitely had some busy, busy weeks since last of us doing a podcast. So life has been busy. Life seems to be good. And that's always uh, what we strive for here on the Briscoe and Big A show. Uh, I, I guess we could, t- I could talk about it. Uh, so, you know, I had been going through like a lot of that medical stuff. We've, uh, we've, we've kind of talked about it on here, but uh, I had a lot of those medical issues and they kind of were coming up with some stuff that were, were fishy for the last year. And we've been trying to kind of figure it all out. Uh, so, I've been pretty anxiety free these last like month, not that month, like two weeks. Uh, Cause we finally went through all the testing and all these specialists and found out that like 
we're fine. I'm okay. Uh, there's nothing, nothing serious at this point. Uh, you know, I do need to change some habits so it stays that way. Cause there are things that are early indicators that if I don't change my ways, it will happen and I will go down a road. I don't want to go down, but as of now, yeah, everything's good. So I've been living pretty anxiety free since that. Cause that was really uh, killing me this last year, as you know, uh, was, uh, and, and you and I were having some of the similar stomach issues. So you were like, you know, uh, what I was going through and I knew what you were going through. And so it's kind of nice to see that that's kind of been going away. Yeah. Mine, not so much, but that's okay. Yeah. It's uh, dude, I'll tell you what, these probiotics have been a miracle. That's what everyone says. So I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why I've waited so long, but it really does. I've noticed it. It really has been a nice holiday. Change. And I, I've been losing weight, man, uh, back down. It was like probably almost like 280. I'm down to 244. Nice. So yeah, now I just need to like get a better diet plan and, and work out and then I could like be jack like you someday, maybe. Oh, yeah. You just gotta get on the gym, dog. <laughs> My little ass coming in all jack like it could happen, man. I've seen it all. <laughs> yeah. I just like to be healthy. That's all. And I'd like to be skinnier. I I I never get like super, super jacked. I wouldn't be mad, but like, I just don't, I just don't want to die young. And I feel like I'm getting old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you're, everyone's getting old, my friend. I know. It's just been a you real can't, You can't change father of time. Yeah, it sucks, man. It really does. But we move on and we progress in life. So that's, that's all you can do. But yeah, man, otherwise. I don't know. Is there anything else you want to talk about this episode? Uh, you got this big match coming up. You got you got dad and uh, going to be hanging out with you as well. And uh, is there anything going on after that? Do you have the next Atomic show? Um, I do, but I don't know. <laughs> we'll have a, we'll have a podcast before that, so we'll be able to announce that. Hell yeah! So we'll do that. So I don't know what you've got all planned. I, again, it's been a little bit. We want to try to get back to doing this more. Uh, so we'll try to try to get a show out next week uh and if not not we'll get it out the next week but we'll try to get another one out sooner and then uh might be time to start uh try to get some more guests going it's been a while since we've done a guest show that is true that is true so well i'll get on that so we'll do some of that stuff and uh briscoe or is it velvet briscoe adventures velvet and briscoe adventures Velvet and Briscoe Ventures on YouTube. Subscribe. Uh, click the uh, notifications button so you know when he's dropping the new vlogs. Lots of cool video on there from uh, Wes and Red. So go check it out. Cool vlogs on there. Uh, I really enjoyed the uh, the Waterloo Hall of Fame stuff. Uh, you can see me looking all kinds of awesome. So check it out. And then, uh, yeah, man. And then the Briscoe Big Ace Show YouTube channel where you can see these episodes in the video form. Uh, VOC Nation for the yeah, audio. I dropped the third one. Did you watch the, the last one, the last episode? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I did. I it was awesome. It was getting a little bit better. Dude, you're – because I think one of our very early episodes, you even talked about how, like, I don't know how to do any of that shit. I'm not good at that shit. And here we are a little over three years later, and, like, you're coming into this little video guy. Like, they're yeah. good videos, man. Like, I love watching it because I when I see something new, like – uh, per, per, uh, on the producing side of it, as far as the actual like editing and all that, uh, when I see that happen, like, oh, he hasn't done that before, I I get geeked out because I know then like you're like, oh, what? Because then when I'm like, dude, hey, when you did like that slow mo part, yeah, right? Like, it's just yeah. fun because it's fun seeing you get excited about this because you were always like, I'm not a technical guy, like I'm not good with this shit. Uh, no, but but, I, I enjoy editing. Fun. I mean, it's fun when your computer has the capacity to do it. Yeah. Right now my computer doesn't, so I'm like deleting stuff, making stuff on the hard drive, and make sure I don't lose stuff. Like it's been kind of hectic, but I'll eventually get it down. I'll I'll send you an external drive, so then you can just throw it all in there. Yeah, I have a hard drive, but it's there like to like load up all the clips onto your 
Oh, you yeah. Oh, so you mean you just need a better laptop, like with more yeah. RAM? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I'll tell you what. I I bought that Lenovo for four hundred because we've been doing some of these IPW streams, uh, and I do tell the difference. It's. I think I'm gonna get the the, the Apple Cube. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things are awesome. And it's like I think it's like four kilograms or whatever. Like it's crazy. All you gotta do is seven hundred bucks, and then you just buy a monitor. Yep. Yeah, I got it. And it has like four four USB drives where you can plug your phone, your GoPro, whatever you want. And it has a SIM card reader. It has a bunch of stuff like actually into the box. And it's really small and like compact where it's like you can put it on your desk. Yeah, dude. It kind of looks like my Apple TV. A buddy of mine has one. He does his own. He records all his own music and produces his own music. And that's what he does just on his TV. Yeah. And his he just has a t- big flat screen TV. That's his monitor. And he just does it. It's dope. So yeah, man. Anyways, uh, again, Velvet and Briscoe Adventures. Follow it. Check out all this cool vlogs that Wes is putting together. Uh, they're they're very fun and exciting to see more and more of these come out. And I'm I'm excited to see the key stuff because the, the stuff online looked really dope. So yeah, check that out. It sucks I lost my GoPro, but I got uh, Red got me a new one. Ah, that I I felt so. What uh? for uh, getting that, but. I got some lobster footage that I'm going to put up next. The first video that's going to be out probably, I don't know if I'm going to release it during the weekend because I don't know how many people will probably watch it. So probably mm-hmm. release it on Monday will be the tuna fishing video. And then I'll probably vlog this wrestling trip to, to South Carolina. Yeah, dude. Um, But uh, other than that, that's about it, my friend. Hell yeah, man. And you guys can find me every Tuesday night on Twitch. The two count is the channel. The TWO count. Uh, Go on there. Give us a follow. It's free to follow. Check us out when we go on and do our live stream. If you like what we're doing, feel free to subscribe or give us some bits. We would love it. We enjoy it. Me and my boy, JR. So glad you two got to meet in Waterloo. Uh, He loves you. Uh, and he's uh, helped us get some of these things that we do on this show together, like the yeah, video entrances yeah. and stuff. So, and he helped us out that weekend produ- uh, yeah, production yeah. side too. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, so check us out on Tuesday. We got some cool stuff coming, uh, and you can find us on on social media as well, Instagram and Twitter. The two count. Uh, you can check out some stuff from our weekend at uh, All Out and, and, and things like that. So, check it out, Briscoe and Big Ace Show again. The YouTube channel, the Instagram account, the Twitter account. Find us on there. We have a Facebook account too. Does anybody use Facebook anymore? Like, oh, I don't know. I use it to keep up with like my friends personally. But do people use that to find your podcast and shit anymore? I don't know if they do. If you do, check it out. If you don't, just hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, we're on all that stuff, man. As always, it's a pleasure to be here with my brother, Wes Briscoe. I am Big Ace. We'll see you on the next one, everybody. Have a good one. This is a switch to the Doctor of Style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know later there, too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Dylan, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major feds as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. 
Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter Chris Press discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get, get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. 